Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode 295, and we are in our series in the book of Habakkuk. Today is day six in that study, and I just want to look at two verses today in chapter number three. So in Habakkuk 3, verses 1 and 2, the whole podcast is going to be on these two verses. There's 19 verses left in this book. Chapter 3 has 19 verses in it. Today, just the first two are what we are going to focus on for a very specific reason. Here the Bible says, a prayer of Habakkuk the prophet according to the Shigenoth. That word, Shigenoth, is found in Psalm 7 as well. David, when he wrote in Psalm 7 and used that phrase, it was about a great danger. Habakkuk was writing in this time of pain, but there was a praise that's coming from it. So this last chapter of Habakkuk is a poem, and that poem is a prayer that he prayed to God. And I want to just look in verse number two now uh, and just look at it today. But it says, O Lord, I have heard the report from you, and your work, O Lord, do I fear. In the midst of the years, revive it. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. This verse is packed full of some power. We first see Habakkuk giving this humility, right? He says, oh Lord, I've heard the report of you. I've heard what you are doing and your work I fear. I have this overwhelming sense of awe and reverence and holy fear about you. We are supposed to fear God. God is all-powerful, all-knowing, almighty, and that brings fear in our humble, human, feeble lives. So Habakkuk says, he opens his prayer, God, I've heard what you're doing, and your work is so powerful and so mighty and so incredible It makes me fearful because I can't control it. I can't do anything to change it or to make it adapt to what I want or what I'm comfortable with. I am afraid because it's uncontrollable. That's what revival is. I don't know exactly when this was written. I do have a suspicion. Uh, Habakkuk was a minor prophet in the days of Judah that before the exile of Babylon, right? So we know that he's talking about the Babylonians taking over Judah. We know that that's coming in the history, in the timeline. And there's a king in Judah that had a reformation that happened within his reign. That reformation gave a bit of a revival to the people of Judah. Now, it was too little too late, but there was a work, a stirring of God's people returning back to their first love, returning back to God with that reformation that happened. So I'm not sure if this was written in that season or that time. It feels like it because of what he says next. It says, in the midst of the years, revive it. He says, I heard what you're doing and I'm I'm fearful of it because it's so big and so powerful and I can't control it. In the midst of the years, this is a timing phrase. This is a phrase that's saying, I'm caught up in this time and I'm asking that you would revive it. I hear what you're doing in Judah. I hear what you're doing over here and you're making something happen. So I'm asking you to give us revival. Revive the people. Revive the hearts of those that you have. In the midst of all these years, I can just picture Habakkuk looking across his lifespan, right? Across his timeline. Something about timelines to me 
has always been interesting and powerful because everything happens within time, everything. And so if you look back over your life, I was sharing with a group of people just a couple of days ago of some church experiences I had had years ago. This is 5, 10, 15 years ago. And going through those seasons was very difficult. But looking back now in those seasons, I've learned so much I've experienced God in such deep and intimate ways that it's affected my life today. So I've gone through seasons and situations that God was in charge and in control of the whole time. Even if I didn't see him working, he was still at work. Habakkuk here is saying, God, I'm hearing what you're doing. I'm looking through the years and seeing how you've already had your fingerprints all over stories around me. And I'm asking you now to help me use this information, use this experience and change the world. And then he says the next phrase in the midst of the years, make it known, make the, make the revival known. Make the awakening known among the world. The pagan religions, the pagans out there, those who aren't a child of yours, let them know who you are because your people are being awakened in revival. And then he says, in wrath, remember mercy. Because he still knows there is a coming judgment that's about to happen. The Babylonians, the Chaldeans are coming. And when they do, the people of God are going to be subdued. They're going to be defeated. They're going to be overthrown. So he's saying, in your wrath, just remember mercy. That's his prayer. That's his heart. He knows that the revivals never last forever, right? They come in seasons. They come in waves. And part of it is human nature. We have great experiences of God, and then we start to turn it into ourself. And once it turns back into self, the Holy Spirit will be grieved and not operate freely among that people. And then what happens? Then we go through a dry spell and a drought, and then the Holy Spirit awakens another generation in another season. We see it all throughout history. So Habakkuk is reminding us through his prayer, through his poem, Lord, I've heard what you're doing and your work. Honestly, it scares me. It's big. It's powerful. In the midst of all the years, revive it and make it known. In the midst of these years, make it known. And in your wrath, remember mercy. Today, my encouragement to you, the new mercy that I found this morning with this very word, is when we hear of what God is doing, make sure that we are celebrating it. Make sure that we're making it a part of our prayer time. Don't just go about and talk about it, but talk to Him about it. Put that in your prayer time. When you hear of God doing anything in anyone's life, thank Him for it. Thank Him for it and pray that He will make it known to the nations around so that people can be drawn to Him. That is what we are called to do. 